0: This is Charlottesville Insights with Jeff Gaffney, supported by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3, on News Talk 107.5 FM and 1260 AM WCHV.
1: Welcome to Charlottesville Insights. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host for the next 30 minutes as we talk about the greater Charlottesville real estate market. On this program, we like to interview real estate leaders and discuss the real estate issues of the day. Please check out our Facebook fan page, Charlottesville Insights, where we host podcasts of our previous shows, as well as some other useful real estate information. I'm also a Twitter geek. I'm out there on Twitter. Would love to connect with you. At Jeff Gaffney is my Twitter handle, and I'm constantly tweeting out real estate news and articles and today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at movement mortgage you can check out their website it's movement.com it's an excellent website you can get yourself pre-approved with no hassles before you begin your home search we also want to thank craig builders and ryan homes for sponsoring today's show Well, the 2016 real estate market is off to a very hot start to shop for your new home today. You can check out the Daily Progress, where Real Estate 3 has a full-page ad with photos and directions to our open houses. Or you can check out realestate3.com anytime to search for your new home. This is Charlottesville Insights. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with today's special guest. Please stay with us
0: better homes and gardens real estate three spotlights traditional homes of albemarle with 25 years of experience in the new home industry they're proud to offer affordable priced homes with quality construction and appointments offering a great value to the homeowner contact tim carson at TimCarson.com for more information and be sure to tune in here to wchb 107.5 every sunday morning at 11 30 for charlottesville insights with host jeff gaffney Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights this stunning Batesville area home with an open and bright flowing floor plan and a mild contemporary craftsman style flair. You'll love the private setting. It's on 5.33 acres with a stream. The property is listed by Tim Carson and Jeff Gaffney. See this and Tim and Jeff's other listings at realestate3.com. And tune in to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with host Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights the preserve at Glenmore, the newest section in Glenmore. A limited number of larger home sites are now available. Enjoy the benefits of acreage while having the nearby Country Club amenities. Build your dream home plus... 50% off Glenmore Club memberships. The properties are listed by Jeff Gaffney. See this and Jeff's other listings at realestate3.com. And tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with your host, Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 features Craig Builders. Building in Charlottesville and Albemarle County since 1957, Craig Builders has been building new homes in this area for over 55 years. Locally owned and operated, Craig Builders provides high quality and oftentimes custom building services at affordable prices. Visit craigbuilders.net for more information and tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with Host Jeff Gaffney. This is Charlottesville Insights with Jeff Gaffney, supported by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate Three on News Talk 107.5 FM and 1260 AM WCHV.
1: And welcome back to Charlottesville Insights. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host, and with us on the program today we have my good friend and top producer Tom Wolfuck. Tom is a top producer from Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate Three. Works uh, all over the greater Charlottesville area, but a lot of his business is out in the Zion Crossroad area. Tom, thanks for being back on the show. Jeff, it is always a pleasure to be here with you, my friend. Give us a snapshot of your life right now. Here we are at the end of March 2016. How is the life of Tom (laughs) Wolfe, top producer right now? Lots of listings, lots of sales. Talk to me. What's it like keeping it all together?
2: Oh, we are fully into the spring season, Jeff, and it is frenetic. Mm. I'd I'd have to say that's that's my buzzword Mm. for right now is Mm. frenetic. Mm. Just a lot of activity, a lot of listings. Um, I keep hearing that it's a seller's market. All I know is that there's uh, things coming up a lot of showings going on and offers are coming in Mm
1: -hmm. talk to us about anybody who's thinking about putting their house on the market right now because you don't want to really wait the spring market as we all look outside we're starting to see some cherry blossoms the daffodils are up we're a week or so away from the dogwood starting to pop I mean now is really if you are thinking about selling your home well let me back up and say, we sell homes 365 days a year sure. in the greater Charlottesville market. But prime time, I would say this year starts the week after Easter. So that first week in April, April, May, June, that's the hottest 90-day window of this marketplace. Wouldn't you agree?
2: I would. It's a confluence of a couple of very strong factors, probably a lot more in there, but the big ones are... Families that want to find a house and be in there before summer so they can get the kids enrolled in the new schools. Mm -hmm. That's always a big segment of the market. And the other thing is, you mentioned the time of year. With the weather turning warm, this is when the trees and the flowers and the blossoms pop. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've talked with uh, clients of mine from as far back as last fall who were thinking, okay, let's wait till spring. Now all that planning is coming to fruition, and I've got my photographer busy. Mm.
1: Well, and I would just say, echo everything that Tom Wolfolk is saying. If you're thinking about selling your home in 2016, don't wait, get to work now, get it ready, get it to the market. This is the hottest part of the market. And then um, you really need a professional to hold your hand. And uh, let's talk about this for a second. because a lot of homes particularly if you're 10 years old or older we deal with a lot of homes that are 20 and 30 years old and older oh yes those homes need maintenance and there's decisions um, based upon the price of the home and the condition of the home and their decisions to be made in terms of and you and i have talked about this on the show before paint and carpet and repairs um, and those things take time, and they cost money. But in this marketplace, um, let's talk about just some principles that we would tell anybody that's bringing their house on the market. A couple of things, Tom Wolfe, that you would tell any seller, just these are non-negotiables. To bring your house on the market, you need to do what? You need to clean it you need to declutter it, (laughs) and you need
2: to amp up the curb appeal as best you can.
1: And how do you amp up the curb appeal in your opinion?
2: The easiest way is paint. Yes. Uh, There is that. You can do some landscaping because it's first impressions. You Mm -hmm. don't get a second chance, and you know that old saying. So the nurseries are there, Mm -hmm. and you'd be surprised. It doesn't cost a whole lot of money to do that, to get a little mulch, to redo the beds. Um, Put some flowers in there and make it look good because Mm. when you do that, we get the pictures of that, put it on. Understand that you're competing with every other listing out there in your price range. So you want to be the best looking one you can be.
1: Let's talk about that for a second because uh, what you said is so true. A lot of the shoppers today, I think statistics would say 9 out of 10 shoppers today start their home search on the Internet that's what we have found to be true that's what all the statistics are telling us so if that's the case photography becomes so important and to deal with a realtor like yourself who does professional photography professional brochures but also how that home presents itself on the web home today's are so often compared on the iPad and on the iPhone.
2: Definitely, I mean, it has to show well on the mobile devices and we know there are any number of websites that a buyer can go to. Uh, We know the big ones, Mm -hmm. the Zillow's, the Trulia's, the realtor.com. There's about 50 or 60 or maybe more Mm -hmm. other real estate websites out there. There are brokerage websites. I mean, when you get listed, it's gonna go out to all of those. But here's the thing, people aren't going to call the agent, either their buyer's agent or you, the listing agent, until they are ready to go look at it. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you know, the job has gotten done.
1: Mm -hmm. Talking with Tom Wolfolk, Better Homes and Gardens, Real Estate 3. He's a top producer for the last several years uh, and very busy. And I recommend him very highly. If you're thinking about selling your home in this market, Um, Tom, Back to curb appeal and the importance of curb appeal. We could spend the rest of the show talking about this, but the importance of new mulch, um, you'd be amazed, you and I know the difference, some seed and fertilizer this time of year on that yard. Absolutely. and, And trimming back the bushes. Everybody has some old dead leaves underneath the bushes, just raking that out, cleaning that up, and then... Please, Mr. Seller, (laughs) paint particularly around the front door because, as realtors, you and I know the lockbox is usually there at the front door, and it takes a couple of minutes to open the lockbox. And at that time, the buyer is really taking in the home right there on the front stoop as you're waiting to, or front porch as you're waiting to go in. The home, the importance of having a great impression right there is it's just paramount. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. You need that to look the best, and they get a good impression there. It's going to continue on as they walk in the front door, as long as you have done the things inside as well that uh, we would recommend, mm-hmm. but that first impression is key.
1: What about the smell of a home? Uh, We've talked about that from uh, a couple of times on this program. (laughs) How important when you kick open that front door? Well, let me put it the let me ask it in a different manner. How much of a deal killer is it when you smell smoke? uh, If 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 they happen to be smokers in the house, if you smell pet odor, if you smell uh, some really pungent. Uh, aroma from last night's dinner how much of a deal killer can that be and have you experienced that when you've been out showing property
2: Jeff I have experienced it, and <laughs> I'll st- share a statistic with you half of all buyers are turned off with a smell cigarette smoke in a house
1: mm-hmm. okay
2: they are not going to consider it and that's 50% right mm-hmm. there so that is key that you don't smoke in your house
1: mm-hmm. okay and it but let me mention this if if you are in a home that has the smell of smoke, there are certain paints you can use that if you paint the house, right. you can really diminish that smell. I mean, it's... You can, y- y- you can. yeah.
2: But it's it's tough to eradicate it completely. Yes.
1: There are companies out there mm-hmm.
2: that uh, deal in this and mitigating odors or just eliminating them, you know, as much as possible. Mm-hmm. That, to me, that's a big one. Now, I don't have the most sensitive nose. A lot of times I'll be showing a house to someone and they'll say, what's that smell? And I'll say, I don't smell anything. Mm-hmm. But I am aware of the importance of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's all part of it. In other words, it senses. People don't normally go around touching things. They're in someone else's house, so they're keeping their hands to themselves. Mm-hmm. But what they see and what they smell are the two biggest ones
1: you mentioned decluttering and that's often such a hard conversation with, with with sellers that we have today one of the things that i've told a lot of sellers in the last several years is um you know the service pods a yes. portable storage mm-hmm. unit you just call up there's a charlottesville pods They'll come deliver the storage unit in your driveway. You just start walking stuff out into the storage unit. They come a few days later and take it away.
2: Right. It's very convenient. Mm-hmm. And one, it's, it's a solution, probably one of the better ones that's out there. Mm-hmm. But again, with a lot of this to prep your house for the market, you don't have to be doing it all yourself. Talk to your realtor. We know the services that are out there. And you'd be surprised at how inexpensive they are to get the most for your house when you go to
1: sell it. And if you are a seller, as most sellers are, and they want top dollar for their home, they want every last penny they can get out of the home, the condition oftentimes will dictate how high that price can go.
2: Absolutely. You have to remember, you're competing with every other house in that price range.
1: And the other thing that you and I know is that a lot of our buyers at some point will walk into a model home and so in their mind, that is what I'm trying to tell most of our seller clients is that you have to understand that the buyer today is looking at brand new model homes, brand new homes that are merchandise and uh, they smell great, look great. and of that's, course. that's that's the standard that you have to really kind of push to to get your your house sold today this is charlottesville insights we're going to take a break we're talking with tom wolfolk we're going to take a break and be right back in just a moment please stay with us
0: better homes and gardens real estate three spotlights traditional homes of albemarle with 25 years of experience in the new home industry they're proud to offer affordable priced homes with quality construction and appointments offering a great value to the homeowner contact Tim Carson at Timcarson.com for more information and be sure to tune in here to WCHB107.5 every Sunday morning at 11:30 for Charlottesville Insights with host Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights this stunning Batesville area home with an open and bright flowing floor plan and a mild contemporary craftsman style flair. You'll love the private setting. It's on 5.33 acres with a stream. The property is listed by Tim Carson and Jeff Gaffney. See this and Tim and Jeff's other listings at realestate3.com. And tune in to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with host Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights the preserve at Glenmore, the newest section in Glenmore. A limited number of larger home sites are now available. Enjoy the benefits of acreage while having the nearby Country Club amenities. Build your dream home plus 50% off Glenmore Club memberships. The properties are listed by Jeff Gaffney. See this and Jeff's other listings at realestate3.com and tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with your host, Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 features Craig Builders. Building in Charlottesville and Albemarle County since 1957, Craig Builders has been building new homes in this area for over 55 years. Locally owned and operated, Craig Builders provides high quality and oftentimes custom building services at affordable prices. Visit craigbuilders.net for more information and tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with Host, Jeff Gaffney. This is Charlottesville Insights with Jeff Gaffney, supported by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 on News Talk 1075 FM and 1260 AM WCHV.
1: Welcome back to Charlottesville Insights. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host, and with us on the program today, we have Tom Wolfe. Tom is a top producer with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3. And uh, an all-around wonderful guy. Tom, thanks for being on the oh show. Oh, gosh, Jeff. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> I'll have uh, to see if I can get my head out yeah, the door. Y- you, might not like, uh, you might not say that uh, after I ask you this question. No, um, where I'm going, Tom, is um, tell our listeners when you started your career in real estate.
2: Jeff, I like to tell people I picked the absolute best year to get into real estate. It was 2009, wow. probably two years after the crash. And I just didn't know any better.
1: Uh, In 2009, first of all, the fact that you survived as a new agent in 2009, you are to be commended. Thank you. um, Because that was really a crazy year in terms of real estate. And I want your perspective. Compared 2016 to 2009, kind of what's the difference, how, how you can describe that? For our listeners, the difference today in the real estate market—that's a
2: good question, Jeff. It is certainly for myself a lot busier now than I was in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the combination then was I was just starting out, and you're trying to get your feet under you and figure out how does this business work. Eventually, if you do well at it, what you realize is it it's pretty simple: provide good customer service. Mm-hmm. And the word will spread. There are things you can do to market yourself and advertise yourself and all that. But at base, it comes down to treating your clients right, Mm -hmm. treating them the way you'd want to be treated and taking care of them.
1: When I think of 2009, um, that was a time when if the phone was ringing, uh, it was usually a seller who was in a distressed situation, meaning... A lot of times they were upside down, right? Which that language for any of our listeners means that the mortgage amount was higher than the value of their home. And we received a lot of phone calls in 2009 from sellers that that was their case. And it was so difficult because we would have to either, you know, help them with um, what was known as a friendly foreclosure or, um, or a short sale, and, right. and at that at that time in 2009, the banks didn't really even know the rules of of how they were going to deal with, it. and there was so much volume of distress sales. But now you fast forward to 2016, and not all of it, but gosh, it seems like 95% of our deals today don't involve any distress at all. So that in and of itself is such a difference in the market. And and when you answer the phone today, when you're talking with sellers, it's, it's just a bit of a relief when you're not necessarily dealing with somebody who's in a panic or distress situation today. Although there's some of it, but not nearly as much. Oh, absolutely.
2: Another thing that we were dealing with in 2009, 2010, all along in there, even as, as late as 2011, the sellers were in denial about the crash in prices. This so they were saying, well I paid this in 05 and the market's supposed to go up so mm-hmm. I should be able to get it back or mm-hmm. uh, I can't sell for 30% less mm-hmm. than what I paid for mm-hmm. it. And that was the reality of the situation. Couple mm-hmm. that with, you're right, the banks didn't know how to handle a short sale. Quite often you had the foreclosure department uh, competing with the short sale department at the bank and it was a question of, which deal is, are they going to sell it, mm. or is it, are they going to get foreclosed on mm-hmm. first? So there was a lot of that craziness going on. Eventually, they all got smarter about how to deal with this stuff, and things started to settle down. There was a lot of uncertainty in the credit markets. Yes. The government didn't know what their new rules were going to mm-hmm. be. We mm-hmm. just know they were coming down the pike. But everybody was getting really, really cautious. So it was a tough time. To either buy a house or sell a
1: house. There was two segments that were extremely, well, there's more than that, but two that I want to highlight that were extremely hard hit. During the downturn of 2009-10 in in that area, um, in that time frame, all the condominium financing went out the door for the most part. Mm -hmm. And so we had sold a lot of condominiums from 2000 to 2007 and then in 2009, you could not get condo financing. So all those sales went away. And then you, there was a period of, of several years in there where you couldn't get any jumbo financing. And jumbo financing would be in, in central Virginia, in rough numbers, a mortgage, anything over 400, and it's called it 420,000 right. in our marketplace. And so couldn't get jumbo financing. So. As a result of that, you saw a big crash in the upper end price range. Um, couldn't Couldn't sell because people couldn't get a larger mortgage. Now, thankfully, let's talk about this. <laughs> those two areas of the market have healed, and you now the uh, it's not like it was. But if you wanted to buy a condo today, there's ample financing out there and pretty good financing.
2: Yes. There is uh, much more choices now than there was just as uh, recently as four and five years ago Mm -hmm. on that because the condo associations had to reapply for, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The
1: Fannie Mae approval?
2: Yeah, the Fannie Mae approval Mm -hmm. for that. So they came back on one at a time. yeah And now it's back to where pretty much all of them Mm -hmm. are back. They can be financed if you're looking. One of the things that was... Holding that up was the number of units or the percentage of units that were being rented versus the ones that were being lived in
1: by the owners. I'm going to take a second to make a plug for two listings that our firm just brought on that are condos. One's in the River Bend condominiums. Um, which you, If you go up to Pantops mm-hmm. and um, you know where the uh, Food Lion shopping center is, there's a road behind that that you hang a right there if you're heading east uh, on 250, hang a right. And you go all the way to the back and you have – there's 100 or so condominiums back there called Riverbend. And as the name suggests, it sits right on the Rivanna River. Yes. We've got an amazing one-bedroom that looks right out over the beautiful bend in the river. 140000 if you finance that. Now, condos today, you have to put down at least 5%, and in many cases, 10%. But anyway, if you if you would put down 10%, you're total payments on that are going to be less or hover around $800 a month for this beautiful condo at Riverbend. So that's one. And then the second uh, condo that I want to make a plug for is right in the city. It's called Walker Square. Uh, I know you're familiar with Walker Square. We have a two bedroom that just came on that's um, one of the nicest ones in the entire uh complex a two bedroom condo for two hundred sixty five thousand and um you know your total payments on that you're probably looking at fourteen or or fifteen hundred dollars a month and a lot of folks in there in the walker square in the two bedrooms you buy a two bedroom you get a roommate right and you know you can cut get, your payments in half exactly yes a- and and you end up with a with a really nice condo a block from the hospital
2: right and let me put the the Riverbend one into perspective mm-hmm. I get calls to the office uh, quite often people looking for something to rent yes and it is almost impossible to find something under $800 I uh, know so, I know.
1: Yeah, and so as long you, as you
2: can qualify for the loan, yes, you would do much better to buy.
1: Uh, absolutely, and this one in in River Bend is the pick of the litter there too, which is nice to have that river view. I'm telling you, when I walked in, it's filled with sunlight and it looks right over uh, the river. It's a really nice unit, and um, I know we have a lot of uh, of doctors and interns that are are being matched up in Charlottesville this week, and so if there's any listeners who are looking. To um, get a nice condo, Uh, call Tom Wolfolk from Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3. Tom, I know you'd be the one to sell those.
2: Absolutely. I've worked in that area before, Jeff, and love it up there.
1: Let's talk about um, some other advice on the rest of the show. Other advice that you might have for folks who are renting and they've never purchased their first home and they've always thought about it. What quick advice would you have for somebody who wants to get out of renting and be a homeowner?
2: The thing I run into the most, Jeff, for people who are would-be first-time homebuyers is they do not know or understand the process. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that uncertainty holds them back. They don't know what to do first, so they do nothing. Right. So my advice, because I've done this with a number of people, just had a couple call last week. He said, "We're first-time home buyers. We don't know anything about the process. What should we do?" You take some time. You explain to them the process. Answer their questions. If you can put them at ease, then if the circumstances dictate and they're in a position to do it, they can be first-time home buyers with a lot less stress mm-hmm.
1: than they would have otherwise. Uh, do you? ever meet with a loan officer with first-time homebuyers before they go out and get you I shopping. always try to do that. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. so they understand kind of the loan process, how much they can afford, um, and and what I have found with interest rates being as low as they are right now, most time that's a very happy conversation because they end up, they can, if they want, afford more than they actually think they can.
2: Oh, absolutely. And rarely do, do first-time homebuyers come to me already pre-approved or pre-qualified they will um, call me first but we can make that happen
1: tom Wolfook, thanks for being on the show i think it's a great time for first-time homebuyers to get out and take a look there's lots of really good condos townhomes and single families out there it's really a great time take advantage of the nice weather and the low interest rates This is Charlottesville Insights. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day. Get out there and look at some homes, and we'll see you next week.